one two check one two. Welcome to Inside a Boat, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dave Jones. I am your host. This is actually season two of Inside a Boat, and um, I have a special guest with me, Allison O'Hanigan. I always want to say O'Hanigan. O'Hanigan. Hogan, because Mello. Mello Hogan. Confusing, yeah. Do you know Allison Hannigan? Isn't that an actress? I don't know. Anyway, I think it was an actress or something. But. Um, first, before I introduce Allison, um, I want to say if you would like to subscribe or hear more content from us, uh, subscribe to Inside Abode, and it's on Apple, Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify. We're everywhere, and this is season two. We're on, man, I can't believe we're on our second season already. So that's cool. uh, you're opening it up. That's that's pretty special. I don't know. I think. Or. No, nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> no, not nerve wracking at all. I mean, I, that's just because it's the cameras. <laughs> that's just the cameras. But um, expectations. All right. So, Allison O'Hagan. Yes. You are new to a boat, right? I am new to a boat. All right. So, talk to me about like what's where you're from. What do you do? What's your tell the people like about who you are? Me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm California raised, and my husband and I transitioned to Washington State in 2015 and we kind of have been flip-flopping between Santa Barbara, California and Tacoma and we found our permanent residence here in Tacoma. I'm a mom of two boys and they're crazy, active, super fun and a new real estate agent and found a wonderful home here at Abode. So, okay, so you guys moved here. What made you choose Tacoma? Like of all the places you could go from California? Well, originally we moved here sight unseen we moved to Stillicum which oh, is a tiny okay. little okay. quaint town mm-hmm. and once we found Stillicum we quickly found the north end of Tacoma fell okay. in love with it and access to Ruston and so yeah. that's kind of what brought us here to Tacoma cool but, cool cool yeah. um, alright so that makes sense and you have two little ones we have two boys two and four okay and they are very active yeah, that, that was so funny um, watching your story, your Instagram stories, and watching the, uh, I don't know which one you always have with you. Is it? Um, Liam's the Liam, youngest. Liam's the yeah. youngest. Liam is a kick. That dude is funny. He is. Um, do you think he's more like you or your husband? Oh, geez. I don't want to claim either of them. Uh, they're both crazy. <laughs> I hope funny. I wasn't that crazy. Uh, no, they're great. That's cool. Do you come from a big family, small family? Uh, just medium size. I have okay. two siblings, oh, and cool. we're all pretty close. All right. And so when you're, like, you have a background in sports and athletics, mm-hmm. right? So do you feel like, or what was that? What What did you do in college? In college, I played soccer. Mm-hmm. I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. And, yeah, just a great experience, instant friends, and yeah. um, you learn so much about yourself and teamwork, and so. Yeah. I'm so thankful for that. I always ask people about that because, like, I know for me that that informed, like, a lot of how I go about my professional life. Mm-hmm. Um, taught you, yeah, I mean, you just, you get, you reach your breaking point at times. You want to quit at times. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember jogging around the, the court just going, But like, you also can prioritize really yeah. well. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and I, I, I had a lot going on in my <laughs> my first two years. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But um, today, let's get into what we want to talk about today. So yeah. you want to talk about, so what are we talking about today? What, um, 
What do you have on your mind right now? Yeah, I would love to talk about 2020 design and construction trends and what that means, what we might see color-wise and changes as far as remodels and what people are looking for. And then um, also what you can do to your house, you know, small projects, large projects, and what that might mean for the return on your investment when you sell. Okay, so what when you talk about um, design in 2020, do you have like what made you interested in that? Is that did you have a background design or something, or is there something that led you to that? So when we lived in Santa Barbara, I worked for a high-end construction and design company. Okay, and they were um, a little boutique company, but did some big some big projects, and I just fell in love with construction and the design process and. Um, finishes and mm. I learned so much about homes and it was a lot of fun. Cool. And so right now, so for 2020, mm-hmm. hit me, hit me up. Okay. Like I want to, I want to know like what, what should I be looking at as for design? Because yeah. I need help in that category. <laughs> that's, all all? Anne's, <laughs> that's all Anne's stuff. She knows all that. I mean, I know, I, ha- I feel like You're I have good, good taste. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can look at something and have good taste, Definitely. but I still need to know what's going on. So, well, I, th- I feel like construction and interior design is kind of like fashion mm-hmm. and there's going to be waves and trends. And yeah. so for me, I like to take a middle ground and put some pops of, you know, what's on trend, but also keep a lot of things classic. Yeah. And so I think overall, um, we've seen a lot of gray, 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 gray. Uh-huh. And I think that's going to change a little bit this year. Oh, really? I think okay. so. Yeah. I think we'll see... Um, Maybe some black and some white and some navy. Interesting. Um, I li- yeah. I'm down for that. I like that. Yeah. Um, and do you think, does that go for just on the ins and for interior or exterior as well? Because I know yeah. that I saw some new construction. I was out in Gig Harbor. I forget how long ago it was, but a lot, there was a lot of gray, you know, white trim, mm-hmm. gray. And even on the outside, the, the houses were all gray. Yeah. And I was just like, man, there's, is there any color anywhere around here? Or? Well, it's a pretty neutral color. And so you can do a lot with mm-hmm. it. But I think exterior-wise, we might see some darker navy. Um, don't think you can go wrong with white inside and outside. Right. I mean, you can overkill the white, but as far as resale, everyone is happy with a blank slate. Right, yeah. And I imagine that's what that was about, was, mm-hmm. you know, just people wanted some wanted to be able to put their own spin on whatever mm-hmm. that, the house was instead of, okay. So those are the colors. So you said black, navy. Yeah, and I mean, Bears color of the year is Back to Nature. That's the name of it. And it's kind of a green hue with a yellow base. Okay. And Benjamin Moore's 2020 color of the year is called First Light, and it's a warm, rosy pink. So I think it's just, you know, a little more um, environmental colors and to bring in some... you said it was pink? Yeah, like a rosy pink. It's kind of like a, a blush color, Okay. which is a good add-on to gray and cream. And okay. I think it will look really nice and small. Yeah. Are there, like, so are these, like, your floor colorings or your wall colorings? Or no, more so. Accents? I mean, they just, they choose 
they just predict a color. And so okay. it's more of an accent color. I wouldn't say that you're going to see houses in rosy pink oh, or okay. so, floor <laughs> color. You're going to have, hopefully, your classic colors. Yeah, that, so not be like green carpets? Because I mean, nope. in the 70s, you had like shag, yeah, all kinds of I colors. I hope we don't see that I mean, for a while. Maybe know. in forms of small area rugs <laughs> that you can <laughs> quickly flip. Oh, no, I think, I mean, you walk into some places and you just go, man, well, I, I always think about like, what must have been like to live in that era when I that know. was popping? Like, cause that just doesn't, I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I've, I used to, Oh no, wait, my grandma's house. I think it was a sixties home rambler, one story parkland yeah. green. There's definitely in the, in the living shag space. Green. It was like a green, it wasn't shag, but it was a green huh. carpet and it was, I don't know. Like it felt like cauliflower to me, but it was <laughs> the texture. <laughs> yeah, the texture. But yeah, it was a green That's carpet, awesome. like green carpet. Um, and then the yeah, and then there's an add-on dining room, and then the rec room, which was like brownish speckled carpet. Yeah, so it was just an interesting home where in the walls we had like some orange in there. Mm-hmm. And just it was it was different for sure. Um, they kept it that way forever. Huh. So yeah, um, is is original. So now, like as far as um, interior design, so mm-hmm. we have the colors. Is there anything else that we should be looking out for for the twenty twenty? I think trends? so. I think a lot of open shelving might. Okay. Um, we might turn away from that a little bit. I oh. think if you need it to create space and openness, then it's uh-huh. great. But as far as a functionality um, perspective, it's not fun to clean. So you or stage people sure. have to continually stage it, and mm-hmm. when you're using your ki- your kitchen and the cooking, it gets dusty, it gets a little greasy, and so you'd have to pull those down and continually wipe them. So if you don't need open shelving for um, for space reasons, then I think we'll, it would be beneficial, and I think we will see people reusing upper cabinets, and you know. Having a better function. Okay. So more closed cabinets, so uppers, yeah. closed uppers. So that's interesting because we're remodeling our kitchen right now, as everybody knows, because it's been going on for a, a long time. <laughs> but um, we're doing, yeah, we're doing some open yeah. and we're also doing some closed as well, uppers. Yeah. I kind of like the open concept because my son now puts the dishes away <laughs> and he, he needs to be held accountable for what the dishes look, look like, like when they go up on yeah. the thing. But that's the problem. Then you have to continually monitor that and yes, make sure where this is true. you have a closed cabinet. You can that, just put it away and you know it's put away, but it's not yeah, perfect. I forgot about that. Yeah, because it is out in the open for people to see. Mm-hmm. And so you do have to really manage that yeah. and clean it. And Yeah. 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 It makes sense. And I think cabinet-wise in the kitchen, we might see some dual colors. So a darker color on the bottom and a lighter color on the uppers. Interesting. Um, yeah. It's also easier to clean. We have beautiful white shaker cabinets in our house but we have a black lab and two little boys and so fingerprints are always on the bottom where if we had you know a a dark navy or even a dark gray we would not see the fingerprints Mm. and the colors as much i like i have seen i like the dark navy look Mm -hmm. and um so it like might be dark navy bought the lower like a quartz countertop or something yeah. with a gold accented uh, yeah. handle. I, I really like that. It's um, very sleek. Yeah, I really like those looks. Um, we are doing something like that as well. 
Yeah. Cool. So I guess so. You're on we're, trend. We're on trend. That's what's up. That's good. Well, Anne is the one that's she gets all the credit. I just know. I just have an idea of what's going You're on. You're just the final approval. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Yeah, and then let's see what else might we see. I think um, you might see some bold trim and ceilings. So if you have some dark, outdated trim, like wood trim, door uh-huh. trim, you could paint that black. I think we might see some. Um, some ceiling treatment, which just huh. changing the color of the ceiling. So you have, you know, a blue mm-hmm. or a, some kind of light green or... On the ceiling? On the ceiling, you might... Like the ceiling? Yeah. Oh, dramatic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that is dramatic. But easy to change. So yeah. it brings some drama to the room and it's huh. a quick fix if you are selling or if you don't like it. Yeah. Or even some ceiling treatments like seagrass, wallpaper up on the ceiling. You might see that as well. I've, these are, I mean, these are out there. Yeah, no, I, that's interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to visualize it. I need to yeah. go on the house app or something and like see all this in my, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Huh. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I'm here You're for it. You're on it. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I don't know if I'm going to do, I don't know if I can do that one though. That would be hard for me. I like like whites yep. on the on the ceiling or like for example. Well, I guess because we're in a mid-century mod, mid-mod, mid-century with the beams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so like I could well, see we and, have talked yeah. about painting white and then keeping the beams either brown or yeah. going all white or whatever. But this is out. so. Or black. This would, de- you know, depends on your room. If you yeah. have beams, yeah. you're not going to put a dramatic color next to a dark beam. You're right. going to highlight the beauty of that raw beam where if you have some people have inset ceilings and so that would be a great space to Mm -hmm. put in you know a dark color on the ceiling and really add some drama to it i could see that like when you said there was inset um okay i I, i'm starting to visualize it now yeah because everything just know that everything because since we're remodeling right now everything is through the lens of mid-century yeah you know what i mean and so yeah. And you wouldn't you wouldn't paint your ceiling dark if you had a huge space. It needs to be a small yeah. a small space that's not going to overtake your eye when you walk into the right. to the room. And that's what I was thinking of and when you said the dark ceiling piece is because doesn't it make it like more closed in mm-hmm. if you do that or that's what they yeah. say? Yeah. I mean, darkness does shrink it. Um white would open up your space a lot. But if you have a small space, I'm thinking specifically of like a dining room that has an inset ceiling. Got it. Then you could add, you know, a pop of color up there and it would add some change to that space in that room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What else we got? So we got colors. So we've got colors. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, I'm sorry, the cabinets. So darker cabinets, like navy. Yeah. I think we'll see some navy on the bottom. I don't think people lighter want a dark kitchen, but okay. so keep those uppers lighter. I think for tile, we're gonna see some slab backsplash instead mm. of subway tile. Okay. Um, and we're gonna see probably a lot of quartz countertops mm-hmm. versus um, marble or tile countertops. Yeah. Okay. And quartz is a great, it's a pretty affordable option as well. Right. Um, we might see quartz more than granite as well. Oh. 
Um, and then the kitchen, everyone spends most of their time in the kitchen. And so yeah. I think the kitchen is always going to be the protagonist of the home. For sure. And so if you can figure out how to open up your home to create more space, have your dining room directly off the kitchen, if you can have, you know, a breakfast um, island mm-hmm. or a water station, I think that that would really add some value to your home that other people would enjoy as well. Okay. So having somewhere where people can hang out. And, yeah. Um, I like how you said the protagonist of the kitchen. I've never heard it. Of the house. I've never, or I mean, yeah. Yeah. Protect, the kitchen being the protagonist of the house. I've never heard it um, framed that way. But I agree with you. Like every time that we have people over, we're in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the space off the kitchen. So the space off the kitchen, um, would that what would that look like for you if you were to... If you want, you had your perfect dream scenario. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty close with our current house. Oh, okay. We don't have an island or, you know, a breakfast nook space. We have mm-hmm. our kitchen, which goes into an open dining space. So it's all right there, which is awesome. I think if we could, I would have, you know, a kitchen with some kind of island or um, water station I would love a coffee station okay my parents just did a remodel on their home and it's perfect like they have a huge island with a prep sink insta hot water Hmm. and we can fit you know probably 10 people around the island it's massive oh wow but we all spend our time there we love cooking and we love my parents love hosting and so they built their house 33 years ago and they're just now remodeling the kitchen oh wow but okay they, that's where their main focus was. Yeah, yeah. I love I love being in the kitchen too myself. Um, do you are you big on like TVs in the kitchen? Like uh, like in the fridges they have TVs. I'm like, when am I ever gonna watch TV in the fr- on the fridge? I don't yeah. know. I've, I've, I yeah. Yeah. I for our family we're not huge TV watchers. Our TV is mostly sports. Okay. So for us personally, we wouldn't have a TV in the kitchen, but. If you could have a space off of the kitchen that includes a hangout room or a flex space, it could be, you know, just it could be your little breakfast nook, but also have a TV. And that way, when you have friends over and you have the game going, it's all centered around the kitchen. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Or you might be a uh, mom with little ones Mm -hmm. and you need to watch them and keep them like on the side right there while you're cooking or doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense for sure. Okay. What else we got? So um, that's good. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask a question. Um, built-ins. So like built-in seating, is that a thing now? Definitely. Anymore? Like in that off spin or whether it's in the kitchen or if it's in the off space, like just thinking of any mm-hmm. type of built-in seating. Well, especially in Tacoma, like there's stuff. so many old craftsman homes yeah, that um, have, you know, small little tiny dining spaces off of the kitchen or mm-hmm a small breakfast nook off the kitchen. And so if you could incorporate some kind of built-in seating where that's its permanent use, that's genius. Yeah. I really like those. Yeah. Like I see those when I walk in the house and I automatically just fall. I don't care. The kitchen be old as hell. Like (laughs) I just always like, yeah, I just love the kitchen because I love that. Yes. I've always wanted that. It's so cozy. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I think you'll see a lot of arch ceilings and some of these are, you know, 1940s trends which are already permanent in a lot of right. Tacoma homes um, I think that for new homes you'll see a lot of environmentally conscious design okay um, using um, 
environmental materials that reduce our footprint and um, energy efficiency. And I was telling you a little bit about um, changing your home and making it more efficient. And so um, we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's the, what's that? So what are some in? Yeah. For new construction homes, it would be um, a wall to wall ratio of less than 30%. And you would want to maximize your wall, roof and foundation insulation. Okay. um, Doing energy efficient lighting and heating systems and water efficient faucets and toilets and appliances but I think we don't have a ton of new construction here in Tacoma and so to me like how do you make your house more efficient now Mm -hmm. is more exciting to me than like learning the new construction yeah energy efficiency so for us like putting in new windows Mm -hmm. putting in if you are remodeling changing out that insulation and really um, doing a high efficiency insulation okay and Quick changes, faucets and shower heads to conserve water, toilets that are have a lower gallon per flush. Okay. Would be great. All right. I'm gonna get kind of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so so I used to I don't know, like cause with the low with the flush thing. <laughs> you know You're not where I'm going here. You know where I'm going. Like cause you know, like you, is there going to be enough for it to even flush? Like, I think so. You run into that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. But like, if you have a basement toilet where it's, you know, getting flushed up and you're working <laughs> yeah, with gravity, maybe you should not change out your toilet to a high-efficiency yeah, toilet. Yeah, have enough water in there to... To, to make... Yeah. Get it down. To flush the logs down? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Because when I see that, I used to remember... I remember... Um, at my grandma's, I knew what bathroom I couldn't use because she had like zero water in that toilet. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to flush the toilet. Like, but then there was ones where it just happened. Or maybe you have like a, a you have tur- an option. Isn't there, yeah, isn't there like a t- uh, turbo flush toilets or something like that? Like, yeah, a lot of efficient toilets have, you know, a, yeah. a top flush yeah, where you so have you, number one and number two. And yeah. It changes the amount of water that you use out of the toilet bowl. So that's what I was thinking of. when I when you said that, like that's literally what was going through my head. So I had to go ahead and throw it out there. Perfect. That's funny. Well, while we're on bathrooms, <laughs> I think on trends we might see bathrooms become a sanctuary, a place where okay. you can really relax and oh. if you oh, have- wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on. If you that- have the money <laughs> putting in a steam shower and a sauna in your bathroom where you what? can really make it I'm here a for that. space that um, is like, your time. Yeah, because I, that's already the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the one place that yeah. you can go to not be bothered. Exactly. As a father, at least. So, <laughs> so, not in terms of water conservation, but you could put in massage shower heads. You can put in dual shower heads. Yeah. Um, just there's ways that you can really turn a a bathroom into a me time space. Yeah. And that's interesting concept because um, on a more serious note, like, yeah, the bathroom is definitely a place. And I would say that's probably the same for men everywhere in America. I don't know. Maybe not. But um, but on a more serious note, like when we were redoing our bedroom, we wanted it to be more like a getaway, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So there was a bathroom that you walked into, but now it's like the sink is open but then there's another space for a bigger shower. Mm-hmm. And, but, and we were only working with so much space, yeah. so we, we had to like configure it in a certain way. But it feels kind of like a getaway hotel type yes. situation. 
Um, a zen den. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, basically. Um, there's no TV in there. You know, yeah. like it's just kind of a, just a, a space. place that's pretty basic in yep. terms of electronics, yep. but um, really provides a place for you to have a safe haven mm-hmm. and just to relax and yep. contemplate the day. I do like the sauna idea. I'm a big shower lover. Like mm-hmm. anytime any of you guys are on your stories, go into a bathroom. Yeah. I am like on it. I'm watching because I love yeah. nice showers. I love big showers. I love really tall shower heads because I'm so, I'm not really tall, but I'm tall enough where you know I need it mm-hmm. to be above me. Um, so yeah, I really I really like that one. I think we're gonna for downstairs maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, steam showers are a great option. Steam shower. So it gets real hot and steamy. Ooh. Um, okay. But I don't think you could replace the sauna. I think the sauna is, it has yeah. so many different features yeah. and benefits. That's next level. I'll have to yeah. do that in my next place. Okay. Yep. So bathrooms. Is that is that it for bathrooms? Like as far as just making them so massage, so. He- uh, shower heads and things of that nature. Yeah. Do you think like when people, let's say, let's say that I'm someone who may not be able to do all of these things. Is is like replacing the shower head a doable thing as far as efficiency is concerned? Is there ways that I can get around that and get some of these features maybe without do, redoing my entire bathroom? Definitely. I mean, if your fixtures don't need to be replaced, I'm not necessarily encouraging you to do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's a space that, you know, you're like, the water has been trickling out and it would be so amazing to have a full flow of water that has mis- like massage jets on it. Yeah. Those are really pretty inexpensive fixes that could change your daily life right for sure because you shower you use every day mm-hmm. that's why i mean it's the things like that and that a toilet like if you're having issues with your <sighs> toilet there's no reason not to swap that out that turbo flush is everything makes a big difference yes yeah, everything all right <laughs> what else we, what else do we got so eco making your house eco-friendly yeah. um are, oh, uh, Tacoma has some programs that are yes. that um, yeah that encourage people to yes, do this. Yes, they give right? you rebates. I think in in terms of eco friendly, I think you'll have to look it up. But Tacoma offers rebates for insulation and windows. And when um, we bought our first house, we installed the Nest for our oh, thermostat. Okay. Yeah. And I want to say we got like 75 bucks back just for installing that. See, we have a Nest, and I did I did not look yeah. into that. I, I wonder. I wonder how long that lasts. I'm gonna go check it out. We will have a link to those in the comments uh, f- below for the podcast yeah. for sure. And changing out light bulbs to LED light bulbs, and yep. they might even have some programs for that too. Oh, okay. Um, cool. There's something else I was gonna say. I think yeah. It's gonna come to me. It's all good. Yeah, I can edit. Oh, home automation. Oh, home automation. Yeah. So talk to me about like smart homes. Yeah. The smart home deal. So I'm, we're actually in the process of changing over some things. Um, and I'm kind of leery, not leery. I feel, so the smart home thing, Mm -hmm. usually it's based on like an Alexa or Google home or something like that. And those, everything talks to the Google home or the Alexa app, right? Or the Alexa station or whatever the hub is. I kind of feel some kind of way about putting a microphone in the middle of my house that's just always on. I don't know. I don't think you... When I'm thinking of home automation, 
I don't necessarily think of Alexa. Okay. Um, there's one company called Crestron, and so when you walk in your door, you have a certain light program that's set, and so when you open that front door, it turns on, you know, just your basic lights, or you I can like have that. five settings, and you click number two, and it turns on all of your lights. Um, so to me, I would rather have something like that mm-hmm. than uh, Alexa, where you're like, Alexa, turn on the lamp, or yeah. just because... You're right. Somebody is listening, and they know when you're home. Yeah. They know when you're not home. And they sell you ads based <laughs> on what you're talking about in your house. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I, mean, I, don't know. I think there's other um, maybe higher end automation designs that you can work with, and um, but I think that you can't get away from having like the ease of accessibility yeah. to turn your house down or up depending right. on the weather I mean you can lock your car from your phone so it's so great that you can right. you know turn down your heater when you leave your house you're like oh man shoot or you're getting home from a trip and you've turned your, your home down so that it's not running at full temp the whole time yeah. you're gone and you you know can swipe on your phone to change the degree of your home I think also with home automation um, at least in the higher end design mm-hmm. you can do things like window coverings so you just press a remote control and your window covering goes up and down Mm. and I think that's so great you know you wake up you roll over and you click your window covering up especially when it's constantly dark here in the northwest just to have that instant little bit of light into your room is really helpful Um, I think that you know windows in general are amazing for Pacific Northwest homes agreed Big time. As much daylight as we can get. Yes. I am fiending for daylight right now as we speak. Um, Is there anything else that as far as like 2020 design, we've covered quite a bit here since a short time. I think that we'll continue to see open floor plans and high ceilings and flex spaces, which is... I'm all about all of that. So those will be great continually. And that's kind of, and I keep going, going back to our model at some point in a podcast later on down the line, we'll have to revisit this and talk about the newer model but like yeah that's what we did we had um a kitchen where one side of it was basically there's a doorway and it went to the dining room mm-hmm. but it was all sectioned off so you couldn't really see what was going out on out in the living room and so we basically took all that wall down yeah and even to the if it were up to me i'd open up everything but we couldn't do yeah. everything um just structurally um i don't know if it would have been the right thing to do and also we have a, a chimney and yeah you know, all of that stuff going on but so. you opened up as much as you could did, and yeah. i think you'll really like that when you right. have people over and entertaining yeah. it's already and i think it's already becoming like it's it lends yourself to more entertaining mm-hmm. like even right now i'm going like yeah i would have people over but before it was kind of like this room might be a little too small you know and then it's it was all just sectioned yeah. off and now we just opened it up so that all the rooms flow together now. So great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, when people are, so I'm a person, I'm, I'm living in, you know, an uh, older home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like we said, we're in Tacoma. It's mostly, we don't have a lot of new construction in Tacoma necessarily. So I'm in an older home. What can I do to help improve my, my situation with yeah. my home? I think um, if you're looking to sell, the mm-hmm. best thing to do would be to meet with a real estate agent and have them walk through your house with you yeah. and, you know, get their feel. Um, but if you're doing things for yourself, for your own enjoyment, then that's a different level of designing and construction. Yeah. But if if you're just going to look to see what can I do to my house to make it 
the most marketable and the most profitable. I think paint is number one. Paint's cheap. Yep. Painting the interior and the exterior of your house just gives it a clean, crisp look. Um, if you have siding, it can make your siding look so much fresher and, okay. you know, extend the longevity of your siding as well. Okay. Um, I think a roof replacement, if you need it, the statistics show that it delivers 60 to 70% ROI. Mm-hmm. Window replacement. And ROI is? Return on investment. Okay. So um, window replacement is another huge thing. A lot of older homes have old windows. Not only is it um, an efficiency thing, it's also a safety thing. So if you don't have the proper shattered glass for mm-hmm. kids, pe- you know, families looking for a house. And if you look at windows and even like window height, some of the old homes have the wrong window height. And so okay. researching that and having a window company install the proper windows would be great. That, I think, is about 68 to 78% return on investment. Siding replacement and wood deck additions, they're expensive projects. Right. But they do typically show 70 to 80% return on investment. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, minor kitchen remodels will deliver 70 to 80% return yeah. on investment. And if you add a bathroom addition... So not just a remodel, but a whole nother bathroom. It's yep. 80 to 130% ROI. Wow. So basically I want to stick to, so if I'm looking at to do, if I, if I'm in a home right now and maybe I'm not even looking mm-hmm. to sell, but you want to just upgrade something, you're looking at bathrooms, kitchens, and even an additional bathroom, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That'll get you the most return on your investment. So like I think so. I mean, just, it really depends on your it? house. And how much time you have in your situation. If you're looking to get out quickly, um, then maybe you don't have time for these. But if you are thinking, I have about six months and I think we want to sell in six months, then I would suggest painting and Mm -hmm. maybe replacing some flooring. If you look at your bathroom and, you know, you have a really outdated toilet, you could upgrade that. You could, you know, either put in a new tub or a shower or have that old you know, cast iron tub refinished right. and so that it looks brand new. Yeah. Um, but it just depends on your house yeah. and how much you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you have the time and you have the equity in your home, it's a great way to really profit from your home. Yeah. And I mean, this isn't about, I mean, we're kind of going off on like looking in the future, but like that's something that someone's going to have to potentially um, negotiate over when they mm-hmm. get in the deal anyway, right? So like if you, if you, or it might knock down the purchase price or it might, you know, someone might mm-hmm. come in l- low or depending on the market though. Yep. Cause I mean, right now we don't have a lot of inventory in Pierce County, so true. it might be. But I think little changes can really um, right. market your house. Right. So if you put a fresh coat of paint on the exterior of your home, it's just going to add that much more curb appeal and competition that's mm-hmm. going to want your home. Yeah. So I think little changes will make big impacts. Agreed. So is there anything else that we need to know about the 2020? This is a lot of information. So, I mean, I think people are going to need to go back and listen to (laughs) to like a lot of the stuff in here. But um, really good info, though. So like for people that are looking to sell or, you know, we're in the beginning stages and Mm -hmm. we're getting ready to move into spring. So a lot of good ideas. I think the 2020 design stuff is really interesting to me um, because things change so much. So much. Um, But 
at the same time, things change, but they stay the same. Yeah. You know, nothing is new, you know, necessarily. It's just things come and go to me, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I feel like they come in waves. And mm-hmm. even with fashion, you see things, you know, right. 20 years later. Yep. You're like, Like oh. kids are wearing 90s stuff now. Like exactly. It's, it's literally the yeah. 90s. Like the higher the shorts, the better. And I'm just going, man, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. My motto is still classic with pops of trend. Yeah. Like cheap things that you can... You know, throw pillows, rugs, some furniture, some lighting fixtures, yeah. things that kind of modernize your home, but yeah. it doesn't break your bank as far as, you know, remodeling it. Right. Pier One is Pier One. So, like, where would you get that stuff? Pier One, Target, like. Oh, everywhere. I don't know, everywhere. It just depends, just depends on, on your taste. Yeah, on your style. West Elm, Restoration on, Hardware, Pottery yeah. Barn. I mean, those are your, like, higher middle ground staples. But yeah. There's so much at Target. There's I love home Target. goods. Mm. I mean, online shopping has really put everything at our fingertips. Yeah, I like going to Target personally. I mean, I, I don't search <laughs> for the home stuff, but, like, yeah, that's like going to the club to yeah. me. <laughs> that means I'm old. But, um, all right, so where can people find you online if they want to know more about this yeah. or anything you know design related or what they need to do for their house to get it ready to sell yep i hang out a lot on instagram (laughs) i'm on facebook and you can find me on windermere bode's website as well perfect all right we will link those below (laughs) so you can go check those out um so thank you for coming and yeah have a great 2020 (laughs) all right thanks cool